All right, we're cool. Let's roll. Cleanup episode here. This month, sloppy September. We just, we got, it means vacations, football season picks up, 60 days before the election. Everyone knows October is when everything really heats up. We, uh, the one episode we never did post. Uh, yeah. There was uh, one like two or three weeks ago, which. Sorry about the audio levels, everyone, by the way. We are figuring that out. I think yeah. we're getting better at it. The last episode I heard was pretty annoying. I didn't li- like. I did not listen to our last episode yet. Yeah. I, I sorry. I sorry. I I lost my train of thought when I was saying. I just wanted to apologize for that because I knew right there when I started talking, it probably was really loud. Yeah, probably. We're correcting. We're correcting that. Um, okay. So back on topic. <laughs> we are going to have a diner talk coming up. Oh, uh, look- we were talking about the episode that we forgot to post. Yes. And that's- Apologies to our fans. I've literally ha- heard you complaining yes that you like where is that we were, episode you're waiting on that episode we were good about we apologize. this it we, took, apologize. we had that couple month transition to get this studio set up that it was very difficult to both get all the content in while building at the same time so it's like let's, that's why i have all three of what the episodes were now in front of me mm-hmm. so we can run back through see what we hit see what we didn't hit this is going to be a cleanup episode like i said to it not it won't be released tomorrow but we're going to do a diner talk with Alan. This episode? This episode will be. Yeah. The diner talk tomorrow. What the, the format for this show is going to be, I'm going to go through a rundown, and we're going to talk about whether we want to talk about the subject with Alec, or whether it's over his head and we should just cover it now. Mm-hmm. Or whether we already did in the Phantom Unreleased episode. Because <laughs> I think Big Titty Gate yeah. was in the yeah, yeah. We, we will release that episode at some, at some point. point. At some point. Like I said, it's yeah. relevance. It's fading since as we're getting closer and closer to the next election cycle. Mm-hmm. So for this one here, oh, let's, the, the main story we missed completely on the last one was the hurricane. Right. Massive hurricane Ian took out Florida. And yeah. and I, I was I was in Mexico for that. Yes. Oh, but, so you, wait, the last episode we talked about our vacations, right? Yes. That was a lot of Almost, no, you, we didn't get that much about Mexico. We spent no, a lot with Alec in California. We did not the get California much with it. was pretty good. I was yeah. I wanted to hear more about that, actually. Yeah. But the, 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 it, it was a solid portion of the show. I don't remember us talking that much about Mexico besides, like, the state of the resort. Not so much how it was commuting there back and forth right. during the hurricane. Yeah. That's where it's like, you normally, Alec would go on that golfing trip down in Florida. At that same time? Yeah. Hmm. This is normal. They, I've ne- that's why we went to California. I was like, what? Why are you guys choosing to go to a war zone? It turned out to be the right call by landslide and i guess as far as anything besides i hope all is well to all the victims down there in florida do you think this hurts DeSantis? uh the hurricane yeah there's a rule are you talking like his response to the hurricane there's a rule of thumb that i mean people won't blame themselves and they don't want to blame they have to blame something so do you blame the governor for not having people um to to be there in time or to like fix things up quickly enough? Yeah, remember FEMA killed Bush. Um, Sandy Hurricane Sandy actually kind of helped Obama when he helped with the New York. Mm-hmm. Your response, I guess, can say a lot. This is DeSantis's first opportunity to really look like a president, and he also gets the he got the. Well, what would you grade him? Because as far as the cleanup and stuff goes, are you are you talking like overall like evacuation and stuff? Too? Uh, no, I'd, I'd say a B. I mean, I don't B, know why plus, we need our politicians to tell us to leave. No, if, and like, so, we have the news. And we, some of them, the more you get Don Lemon rolling up in his big SUV saying everyone has to evacuate, and they're going, but why aren't you? It just undermines itself, and you have a red area that doesn't want to hear blue state, blue people telling them to leave. Yeah. I, ugh, it's This is why I'm torn. I, I think DeSantis did a good job of handling it. Everything by the books, politics, bad weather, shark attacks – that really sucks before uh, – he's up for re-election to be governor in 2022. So, I mean, he he's winning, but this is the kind of thing that he either gets a chance to look like a president or he can look like a bumbling idiot. Right now, I think he's doing a good job. The only issue is, is the news has seemed to move on. Over the course of the past week, they have picked up – From the hurricane, you mean? Yeah, it's just one of those. It's an afterthought. So, so you think his response is good? I think he passed. What did he do? I think, like I said, he, he, he seemed competent. He made sure he kept up on all the details of where people need to go to get food, to get the extra water, what the relief sites are, when you're going to be able to go back into your home. He got bonus points on Fox for going against looters. Mm-hmm. He said, Florida's a stand-your-ground country or state, so if you see anybody, just shoot them. They're stealing. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That got him some extra points in conservative circles. Liberals attacked it. I'd say, but by and large, it was a – he passed. Like I, I don't – 
I'm always nervous of things like variables, things like weather that we know no one can control. It sh- you shouldn't change your vote based off a hurricane. But how many people who might vote DeSantis, homes got destroyed, and now are living in Louisiana or living in Alabama, and they're just not going to vote because they won't be back in time for November 3rd? Mm-hmm. So there's like that, there's that kind of concern. Uh, do you, I, I don't know, do you, like I said, do you think any, any, anything nefarious you think can come of it? Uh, I don't. I had a whole deep state theory that this is just another example of the weather going against Republicans. Mm-hmm. Remember when the one hurricane was supposed to hit Florida and they had that map where Trump took a Sharpie to it <laughs> and like they she tried to say like it was going to hit Texas and the Gulf of Mexico and they were like trying to evacuate Mar-a-Lago and all the people were standing on the shorelines watching the storm. It stopped on a dime on the Bahamas. Went back out into the ocean. Same level. This Cat 5, it destroyed the Bahamas. It was only moving one mile an hour. So it's just destroying, destroying, destroying. Mm. It's going to sodomize Florida. It's taking it off. Boom, no. The storm just went back out in the ocean. And that was when it's like, does Trump have superpowers over the weather? I don't know. He just stopped the hurricane. <laughs> this, what hit Florida, that was unholy. That was a really, like, convenient timing. Convenient timing. It's a good thing that the government... So you think maybe the government's controlling the weather? The- You're saying it seems... There is, I mean, we can create rain. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to prevent a storm, but we do know how to stop a storm. I mean, how to create one. Mm -hmm. So it's like once it started, you can't really like, remember when Trump, that was the whole thing. Trump wanted to drop a bomb in it. The late night comedians ran crazy with it. It was that Trump thought that you could drop like a nuclear bomb in a hurricane and break it up. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, it would do that, but it would also spread nuclear radiation all over the ocean. So might just want to let the hurricane hit. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, that's tabled but it's like the fact that that's even thrown out when you go to figure creating rain is what gets you food and resources if i mean we're talking back in like prehistoric times you prayed to the gods you did rain dances if you were the way that you could create rain mm-hmm. why wouldn't you why wouldn't the government fund nasa like agencies to go in and figure out can we create weather I mean, this is, I mean, I, I, that's admittedly tinfoil hat, but it's, as far as everything we've seen over the past 20 years, if they... If, it wouldn't surprise me. If it was possible, why wouldn't but, it? Yeah, like it, like, it wouldn't surprise me if that is the case. I just don't know if we're at a point yet that the I, government can do that, but I, who knows? And I, wouldn't surprise me if they are at that point. And the, the value in that would be you can change the conversation to climate change. Remember, yeah, this is right. all done because Florida doesn't believe in climate change. That's yeah. why they got hit by I mean, that's, that's always the question is... Do you think anybody bit? Can any of these people explain how to end climate change? And it's probably like, well, we control it. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sure they know how to drop certain chemicals in areas to create stuff. I mean, that has to – or something along those lines. That has to be possible by now. Because can't they bomb the, the storms now? That's or just, something like that? Or isn't that – or somebody had a theory about that. Who had that theory? Specifically what theory? bombing a hurricane didn't somebody i was just telling you that was just trump trump didn't yeah he it? asked yeah. so he's like yeah you could well you didn't say spread. you didn't say that he said he'd bomb it right He's, he, he asked he drew the sharpies to go this way oh no that was that was after that that was you know they all reported this as if trump couldn't understand what weather was the whole the whole so idea here's the, was here's the question trump there. Is just here's a the question there. Who. did trump maybe potentially in trump's white house meetings it was explained to him the way they affect weather in certain places is to drop a bomb. And that's how they explained it to him. So when he goes out, he might have just said it. Like that's, and that's just how they explained it to him. And everything we know about Trump, that's totally with mm-hmm. He's similar to the con- – we're getting the Kanye interview in a little bit here. He's off the wall. Right. He throws out all the ideas. He gets enemies in the room and he goes, okay, you pitch your idea. You tell him why he's stupid and you pitch your idea mm-hmm. and I'll be the judge. And it's like he just asks what could be at sometimes simpleton questions. Like I could totally see a scenario where Trump says, let's bomb it. And they go, well, we can, but the way that the wind's going to work is it's all going to – all the debris is going to get blown onto you. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a dumb idea. What's the next one? Like you just got to keep going through it. I mean it's a hurricane. I, he's going right at his property. There's an issue with a lot of times the, because the news is so wrong, conservatives don't listen to evacuations. Mm-hmm. A lot of more conservative people go, this, I, yeah, yeah I, I would probably ignore th- it, I would say. They Pro- want me to leave my house so they can loot me. It's like I, the moment I leave is the moment that we don't get hit by anything. You just get yeah. a bunch of people running around. I mean, even, remember the state of the emergencies we had in our state? I still chose to I go think- out on them. I never – I've never – paid attention to that so. I, i'd like to i don't know I, this it's it's very similar to um uh, the vax mandate conversation 
Mm-hmm. You can't force someone to leave their home. You can't force someone to take a vax. If they look at the storm and they say, I've weathered other ones, well, that's their choice. That choice can be wrong. That choice can be a mistake, but they have the right to make that choice. You can't mm-hmm. force them to leave. And that's kind of where I guess liberals more – their criticism of DeSantis is they wanted him to like actually like sue, like give legal fines to people that didn't leave their house as like more of a way to force them to evacuate than just saying, listen, we told you to leave. You said you didn't want to. I can't make you. The more I try and push you, the more you resist. So all I can do is tell you as your governor and a Republican, you should probably leave if you can't. If you can't, this is – got to follow A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. And it's like he stayed on top of that. So for the most part, I guess I had a whole big thing on it that the only thing I think relevant is right before the hurricane. That's why we're talking. Did the deep state create it? This hurricane happened directly after Nord Stream 2 was bombed, which is for anyone that doesn't know, it's the gas pipeline that transports Russian natural gas to Germany. This was Trump wanted this thing to be canceled, both left and right, because what it does is it bypasses Ukraine. It's as if you can avoid having to, for Russia to sell their Ukrainian natural gas through Poland, run pipelines all through Ukraine by going through the Black Sea, which connects directly to Germany. So it's an underwater pipeline that right now, if you're following the mainstream media two weeks ago, they said that Putin did it to himself. It was a way for him to justify to his people to get more involved in war. The problem is is the cost of this blown pipeline, which we're finding out now. This is several weeks after it happened. Both of the pipelines are not broken. So one of them still works. And Russia and Putin have been leveraging uh, turning the spigot to the pipeline on and off in ways to try and negotiate with Germany. So – how much they were directly moving in gas at the time it was bombed, I think is irrelevant. I think the only main thing to whether or not it was at the time delivering natural gas or not, the point is is once winter hits and it gets cold, there goes solar powered energy. Yeah. If we've got this boycott that we've Wait, artificially, so you're saying done, when it ices over, the solar power can't work anymore. This is going to force. Not only that, the wind. There's issues with wind oh, the, during wind this winter it? too. Is well, that we can't we make up for that in wind wind energy? That's so. currently what, what they're saying is is that with the this where if you trust deep state weather forecast, so to each his own, they're saying it's going to be a cold, dry winter with low wind, low snow, mm-hmm. just cold. Which means no solar energy, no wind energy, and currently Europe gets seventy percent of their natural so gas why don't we from Russia. <laughs> well, that, and that they, there's not enough time. Well, yeah, G- not time Germany. Enough, Germany had been yeah. making steps in that direction, but they're not going to be I able mean, to get it in time so for this winter. Here's my thing with the natural gas thing, right? We need to just make it as accessible as possible. You know, use it the best we can right now, and just continue to work on getting to that new resource instead of forcing that resource well my bombing pipeline <laughs> now so the pipeline was bombed about a week and a half ago yeah. um, america says that russia did it russia says that america did it my bet is is that it was america i we can discuss that though on a more in-depth ukraine episode mm-hmm. the reason that's relevant to the news headlines the last couple of days is russia just bombed kiev that is the western capital of ukraine so far this the sphere of combat has all been on eastern Ukraine and southern Ukraine. Kiev is in the center. It's its capital. It's the place where the president is living. They bombed, like I think, I want to say they killed something like 50 people. It, but it was one of those they could have done more. And the next threat is, is if we put a little nuclear warhead right on the tip of that missile, we can it's not going to be a nuclear bomb like um, Fat Boy, the stuff that we dropped in World War II. It's more of one that's just meant to maybe take out an entire school, take out an entire block. Not the whole city, mm-hmm. but to show you that from this many miles away, we can put in your coordinates and send something that eliminates life completely. If it moves to that, we're talking – that's the Tulsi Gabbard interview today on Joe Rogan. That's World War Three. Mm-hmm. We're talking real life. Like once a nuclear bomb is dropped, like you go through Chernobyl uh, now. And still the original shoes from people running away are still sitting there. You can't touch anything. You can't eat the apples. All of it's still contaminated 40 years later with radiation. So we're talking a level of war that you think lockdowns are bad for COVID. 
Imagine if a city was taken out by an A-bomb and all that smoke starts drifting over the East Coast. Let's say they drop it on Chicago, some in the middle of the country, and all of a sudden all that waste starts spreading over the East and you have like, don't leave your house because there's nuclear waste in the air. We're all sitting here through Zoom going, I don't know whether to go outside and put my super mask on, my new N95 to protect me from the nuclear radiation. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff. Absolutely. But it's escalating in such a way. So I, I mean, guys, the reason I'm being a little over, like I'm trying to emphasize this now is because if you've watched the news the last two weeks, they're not covering any of this like that. We're all distracted by stupid stuff. It started with the hurricane. Now we're moving into, I got so many weird headlines and the, oh god I did the historic cold weather winter <laughs> it's one of those I, I don't know how much to take it how much if, they can't predict the weather tomorrow how well can they tell me what the weather's gonna be over the course of the next three months I don't know but if there was ever a time to be not have green energy mm. solar and wind certainly not a time when we just blew up the natural gas pipeline <laughs> that's used to heat the houses right. in all of Europe like, that sounds really bad mm-hmm. but that's we're not reading it as that. We're still saying we're winning. We're winning. Stupid cancer Putin dying. They, we're retaking back cities. It looks like they're just waiting for us. It looks like they're just waiting one more month for the weather to get a little bit colder, us get a little bit more desperate, and then they'll drop a hammer. And in the meantime, we just keep agreeing to send, I think, seven mil, seven billion was this week's amount. It's over yeah. seventy-three billion total. Absolutely insane. That we sent to that a country we're even that participating in this war. Can't tell where the weapons are going. We can't tell anything about it. Uh, I'll mention Hunter for the first and last time this game because apparently one of there's a game about how many times I mention him during an episode, so I'm just going to nail the under for a couple of the rest episodes. I don't know how many times I refer to him on the last one. I got to go back and listen yeah, to it. Yeah, Ryan was um, Ryan I, the, called in and said that yeah. he's calling your foul. You okay. He said you compared, forget what exactly you can i did it's really in my notes my phones but we use my phone to record <laughs> yes I, I no, i did i did we were talking about you said you were comparing uh, christian walker we, we were yeah. talking about having a bastard uh, son we yeah, were talking about sense, yeah. yeah what do you do when your kids you're comparing him against to you? hunter himself, and so, yeah. at, at what point do you today the way fox was attacking him is is they were playing the clips of joe biden's voicemails in 2018 when he's pleading with his son to get help and he, me knowing the whole story and all the bullshit behind it, I even felt bad for Joe. I even listened to it and was like, this is just a poor father whose son's a drug addict and he wants to help him but doesn't know how. And currently, that story is very relatable in this country. There's millions of people all throughout Appalachia to the inner cities that are just parents that want well by their children and don't know how to help them and have left that same voicemail pleading, I'm here for you. I'll give you any help. Like, it's sad. And it's like the, the reason why Fox is bringing it up is because they're trying to say while his father was calling him, he bought a gun. Mm-hmm. Fox News, the conservative party, the Second Amendment champions themselves want to arrest Hunter for a firearm purchase? <laughs> what? Of all the things you're going to go at him for, he owned a gun? Liberals, I don't, they don't care. They don't care. Like, this is almost one of those things where there's a better chance that a lot of Democrats right now are like, you know what? I'm, I'm pro the second. Bernie was a pro Second Amendment guy. Joe Rogan. Like I said, a lot of Democrats are pro Second Amendment. Wait, Bernie is? Bernie? Yeah, that's his whole big thing. It's Vermont. Like, it, there's 90% deer up there. It's all hunting. Damn. Like, he had, that's why he's an independent. He's not a registered Democrat. That's why Tulsi changing her party here, breaking news today. I'm not changing her party, officially leaving the Democratic Party. It, it's not, it doesn't change anything. It, all, all it means is, is that she wants any anyone who has any illusion that she's tied to this ridiculous there, – there's no value in being a Democrat. But I want you to – before we talk about that episode, I want you to listen to it because I've listened to – I think this is Tulsi's third interview on Rogan. Yeah, I got to listen to it. I haven't, I haven't caught on it today. The, the growth of a candidate. Like it's so interesting to go – if you listen to the episodes back to back, to listen to her when she first came on the scene. You could tell they, her and Rogan just hit it off because normally she only does five-minute TV interviews. Mm-hmm. She finally gets a chance to show she's funny, but she needs some time to set up the jokes. When you first, like, you first get her in five minutes talking as a former soldier, she's intimidating. Mm-hmm. When you can get her for a chance to try and make jokes with Rogan and Rogan, like it's a perfect inter- – it, it normalizes her in a way that I don't think the news would even try to. This is kind of something you have to go out of your way to go watch it. But it's mm-hmm. such a great interview, such great timing. Um, the other great interview that took all the attention. Did you watch any of Tucker and Kanye? 
I did not know. I did not. Wild. I mean, I've been seeing Kanye all over social media. Oh, what, so he that's blew, why he's all he over the place. He blew up everything. He yeah. just, I mean, wow, wow. I, I, this is another one. I, I, you got to give it a look. It's Tucker very, rarely does this. What he normally does is he has something called Carlson Tonight, which is 8 o'clock on Fox News. Mm-hmm. And he has Carlson Today, Tucker Today. And that's you have to pay Fox Nation that $5 a month for his streaming services. Normally, his extended interviews are on there. He did this one on Fox Primetime. We had Kanye come on for two straight days, hour long, the whole hour, eight to nine, was just him interviewing back-to-back days. Kanye, full, just some of the highlights here. Do we have sound clips of this? I I, I will be getting some of this. I just took notes as, the sound's tricky because Kanye, I'm going to save the part where he acknowledges this. Kanye meanders where it's very difficult to get a soundbite of him conclusively saying, like, you have to listen to him for 10 minutes, and he'll go back to a subject three or four times. Mm -hmm. But he wanders around a lot that it's difficult to isolate any one clip and him sound, I don't want to, logical. In order to make He does wander a lot. When you listen to his interviews, that is true. He's pretty much all over the place. That Rogan one was like that. and, And Tucker's not the best interviewer. So it, it's a little awkward in that sense. But in, to me, at the same time, it makes it so much easier to relate to and understand. Mm-hmm. Like listening to the two try, try and understand does, each other. Does Tucker recognize that he's going back to a topic that he had yeah, already been talking t- t- about? Tucker does a great job of letting him go. Okay. Tucker barely says anything. He's more funny to watch his facial expressions. As he tries to – at one point, Kanye would say something that's very pro-life and very – something that – Tucker would have said himself. Mm-hmm. And then the next minute he gets a little communist. And then you just watch it, Tucker, like with making that like like oddly smushed, smushed face. But he has doesn't I mean, it, to make Kanye feel comfortable is difficult for any interviewer to do. Mm-hmm. Like that that's not a sometimes those interviews get haywire. This was great. And it was, was one of those things that it triggered. Well, I don't think he feels threatened by the uh right. He what the way he worded it is he's saying he was avoiding he's he understands he's being canceled. He's pre-butting his own point is that he understands that his audience is a lot more Tucker's. He's about to get completely wiped off the Hollywood, the gap, all of his Kardashian ties are being taken from him. As he's, as yeah, he's, didn't he, I did hear that he, he said something about Kim's connections with Hillary, right? Uh, he, he just mentioned uh, something he, about that. He, he didn't know that his wife was so well taking talking points and that the Clintons tried yeah, to convince yeah. his wife to convince him. To lay off, don't support Trump. It's okay if you want to vote for him, vote for him. But don't publicly go do this. Yeah. Don't start talking crap on the vaxxers. Don't start doing any of that. Mm-hmm. He outed that. And he outed Jared Kushner and his brother for taking advantage of his, of uh, what's that, K-Dash, Skims, whatever Kim Kardashian's clothing line is. Yeah. I think Skims, something like that. I have no idea. Either way, Jared Kushner's brother had owned more share in the company that Kanye did. And Kanye found that out in a meeting with his brother. He was like, how the hell does that work? Do you own more of my wife than mm-hmm. I, in my wife's business than I do? And it's like he started realizing, he, he basically accused the Kushners of insider trading Nancy P style on Trump's, you know that Israeli deal? Mm-hmm. He's saying that basically Kushner just did that to make his own money. And I know Kushner did that with vaping. Mm-hmm. He did that with Jewel. Well, he essentially became he not. And I say he. This is the same thing we talk about with the Pelosi's and with the Bidens. It's the insider trade. It's the fact that their parents know what the law is going to be before it is. So essentially, they go and bet on the stock market when they know the outcome. Me and you have had this debate a lot about the difference between gambling and betting on the stock market. Right. A football player could never go bet on their team. Pete Rose was kicked out for betting on his team, not betting against it. Right, so that's so. If you're comparing that to investing, you should somebody who works for a publicly traded company should not be allowed no. to, to no. invest in their own company. Congress, if you're a referee, what a if you're a player, shirt to be wearing during this conversation. If if you are a player in the game, yeah. and you know information that's going to happen during the game, you can't bet on it. If you're a wrestler and you know who's going to win tonight's card, you're a professional. Not a, when I say wrestler, not. Yeah, but when I'm when I view investing, so if I'm to view investing the same as gambling, I would say people should be allowed to if it's their own. Like, I think in should investing, you, be able to bet you should against, be allowed to invest in your own company. That's you be, the whole point of it. Should you be able to bet against your own company? Should you be, able should to, you be allowed to sell it? 
short yourself? I mean, intentionally pitch. Should you, if you're a quarterback, look to look on the game. I mean, it'd angle, be the same as selling. Right? To, to, to look at the gambling angle, if you're a coach, yeah. should you be able to bet a hundred thousand dollars against your team and then go coach the team and intentionally lose? I I don't know. Should you be able to? I don't I don't like the idea of regulating it, but I mean, I get how that could be the, the, pretty I, bad. I, and then if they take off the coach, just say a referee. Should a referee in any condition? But like, if you, but but I think like, I actually, I guess you might be right. I could could compare the two in this instance because I think that a player betting on his own team to win should be allowed. For the record, I'm with you on you should be able to bet on yourself. Yeah, where it gets complicated. You should be allowed to go to Vegas and say, "Put this on myself." You should just be. I don't know. Are you allowed to do that? No. Not, you can't bet no, on yourself to win. No, and this is something that could get ugly at a certain point here. We haven't figured out the gambling laws yet, and a lot of these players. The question is, is uh, yeah. they gotta be having family members? Uh huh. And how gotta I, be? And, and I'm not even I talking so much as when if you're betting who's gonna win or lose the whole game, that's a lot harder to fix than mm-hmm. your stat line. Right now, any given Sunday, I can go on any game and bet on any player to get X amount of yards. Mm-hmm. All I need is a quarterback and a wideout on the same page to go, whether win or lose, get me 70 yards. Yep. I'm going to tell everyone in my family, bet $5,000 on me over 70. You double your money, boom. I'm a walking stock market. I'm a stock tip. Mm-hmm. You're investing in a little of me every week. 5000 on Holyoke. And if you want to keep getting these tips, you can keep uh... – Give me t- – and it's like all you yeah. – in order to organize that, you don't need the ref in on it. You don't need the coach. You just need a, a, a quarterback-wide receiver combination where you agree that just – when you don't have anyone else to throw it to me, throw it to. Give me the junk cards. Yeah, you don't even have to throw the game then. You can just the, – the, the, so, And, and so – or you could just bet that you're not going to get the ball. On, on that note, so I, I just to clarify, I believe that business owners should be able to bet on themselves, and players should be able to bet on themselves. Not assuming as far as in, winning. In the, yeah, yeah. As far as overall outcome of the game, if right. you want to bet on your team, that but you like play when you're talking investing, though, you got to be allowed to sell as soon as you know it's shit's bad. Unless you're publicly telling everybody, hey, hey, it's great, it's great, my business is well, doing like, great, and then you're shorting yourself on the side going, oh, shorting, it's not. shorting I'm, I'm is trying right. to I'm get everyone else. I'm saying if you just sell out some stock. I, I view it as a short. You should be allowed to just sell some of your stock I, if you know things are going to get bad before the public. Like that, I, I, like you should be allowed to just go and sell. I, I view a short as a bet against and a long as a bet for. Okay. In that, if you're betting, because in. in Gambling, you bet futures. Mm-hmm. You would go, I think this team has a better chance of winning the Super Bowl right now. Uh, the Cardinals, beginning of the season, 20 to 1 chance of making it to the Super Bowl. They're at 4 to 1 right now. If you made that bet of Cardinals win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season, you could sell it at a win at like 10 to 1. Because you bought it at 20 to 1. If all of a sudden the Cardinals go to 4 to 1, the sports book says, here, we'll cash you out, mm-hmm. we'll give you a win. You're not going to mean the 20 to 1. If you hold the bet till the Super Bowl, that's when it pays out. Mm-hmm. You can sell it at any time up until then. You can cash out your investment. And most people, I think, kind of do. That's the debate between gamblers. Everyone's his own. But I don't believe in any way, shape, or form that the referees should ever be able to bet on a game. If you are officiating any sport, you cannot gamble on that sport. You control the outcome, you control who gets a late hit. Unnecessary roughness. Are you allowed to pass interference? Are you holding. allowed to uh, bet on games you're not at? Sports that you don't know. You should not be able to bet on the sport that you officiate. You can just like a casino worker can't gamble in the casino they work at. Okay. You know the inner workings of the building. You can go gamble on baseball. If you're a football ref, bet on baseball. And I don't know if they can even do that. Yeah, that's what I'm. You could make an argument. You could. I, I don't know. You could make an argument. How do they catch them? Digital footprint. Yeah, but like how? Like, I'm I'm just curious, like how? There hasn't been because a, there hasn't been a lot of high profile cases of this yet. But, you, but that's what digital. I'm saying. Like, if you just have a burner phone that you have the data on, and you're Jeez. betting on it, and you're just sending it to an account, like who, how is how is the NFL ever going to find out about that? I don't I don't know. Unless the government's involved, which would be the government stepping into private business. Yes. Which I'm sure a lot of Americans would say it's for the better good because it's our sport. If you're watching. But still, if you really think about it, there's really no way to get caught. We're, we're going to save it. A teaser for tomorrow. Have you been following the unnecessary roughness this discussion me and Alec have been having? Yeah, the video you guys sent me. They, I mean, those hits are – I mean, I'm, I don't watch the NFL really, so like – 
we're gonna we're gonna get into it tomorrow. So this that's is, I mean, it's why. Look at that. And I hate the targeting call in college football. Targeting. I, I mean, I don't think the blatant hits to a kid's head that should definitely have a severe penalty. Like they should stop going after each other's heads. But some of those calls, they it's just a tackle, and there is some danger in the sport. No, it, it, it's, you know, it, accidental stuff should not be. It, it, it is penalized that severe, you know. It's tough, specifically in football, compared to other sports, is you get discretionary penalties. Mm-hmm. When it's up to a ref's judgment, is that hit unnecessary? Is it too rough? What was the intent of that player when they're trying to sack the quarterback? Mm-hmm. Were they trying to sack him too hard? Well, you have that in even soccer. I mean, they Yo, give you, you, do, and, uh, you get a card based on it, if it was intentional or not. You, you know, know, you know my thought that soccer is full blown communist. Yeah, that's just we add time to the end of the game. You get a yellow warning. We do card that in baseball. That really Don't they do that anything? in baseball too? Though they throw a pitcher out if they feel like there was intent to throw them. I, that and that's kind of up to since, the umpire. Since instant replay, yeah, has entered baseball, a lot of the ejections have disappeared because you're fighting with the computer now. No, I mean a pitcher throwing a ball at a player. I, you don't have it that much. They do that still. I, at the fr- I mean, I know they still do, but at the frequency, I mean, I guess I, I feel like just subjectively, I feel like it's not happening as much anymore. I don't remember the last time I saw a bench clearing brawl. This season, it's happened. I'm this sure season. it's happened this season. I uh, coaches get thrown my- out all the time fighting with the umpire still. Do they? Oh yeah. I, I don't know for sure on that. I I kind of just assumed that it would go down with once you could yeah, just challenge it. You need like- well, you're not on social media, so you're not seeing this. John or I think it's John Boy or something on Instagram. They do, like, these breakdowns of, like, every time. The, that's why when you're saying, like, they don't fight and the coaches don't fight with the umpires, like, they're all still every fighting. Night? Oh, it's constantly. Every night. Yeah, they, they, you can watch these breakdowns of it. All. I mean, I don't watch all the games, so I'm not seeing it, but I'm seeing the I, breakdowns. I, I, I don't watch enough, too. I'm not saying every it's team. Just not it's not like the coach is getting thrown out every couple nights. It, you know, but, I'm, like, there are every – I would say probably every night, I'm thinking. I could yeah, be wrong. I, call my foul. Um this would be a good stat. I'd like to see There's this. There's at least one coach somewhere fighting with an umpire. I used, or a player. I used, Players are fighting with the umpires a lot, too. I used to watch a lot more. When I was younger, I would watch more ESPN, like all sports. Mm-hmm. Now, I only tune in for the sports that I currently care about. Yeah. So, like, baseball, I don't have a dog in the race. Don't really pay. I just, I yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not watching I like, right I like the new playoff structure. We can discuss that at a different point. They've made a couple what in, are in, they? interesting changes. It used to be, back when we were young, it was... Three teams, and then uh, each each uh, con- each uh, American League, National League, three conferences in each league. The division winners get a bye. The top two wild cards did a play-in game. Mm-hmm. One game, one are done. If you win, you get to go on to play the number one seed in the seven-game series. If you lose, no. Now they've made it so three teams get wild card games. So you get three conference winners, three wild cards. The first two-place conference winners get buys. The third one has to go against the number six wild card seed in a three-game series. Yeah, I saw the three-game series thing. The one that played out was the big Mets versus— It goes to the seven games after, right? Yes, that's, okay. what, that's what's in now. Today, there are the, the full series like lined up. So it's like what it does is it just basically gives— You could win your conference— Play a very good 160 game season, get no buy, and get knocked out by a number six wild card seed. That's a far cry from where we started, where wild cards got a one and done, and then they had to immediately go on the road, and they were an ace now. Because mm-hmm. you had to play your best pitcher to win that one game. Next game you have going against a good team, you got to go with your number two. You got to give your ace rest. Yeah. So that immediately, even if you did win, you I were think it should come down though. Like it should. That should come into play. Like, you should have depth. Depth's a part of it. You, in, in, and that's where in college football you see a pl- team can be ranked number one and then look uh, what Alabama's quarterback goes down. Um, they ended up winning with the backup, which shows they have depth. That really puts them – that's like solidifies that position at number one now. Like, they were able to have an injured their, – their general was injured and they still could fight on and win. So, like, they're unde- undeniably number one right now. Game but if they would have lost – are they really number one? They don't. They one guy goes down, you're kind of weak, so you're gonna drop a few spots. Like, and that's and I, that's how it should be. So like in baseball, that's where the series really is important because it's that's the thing about baseball I like so much because baseball is not like fast contact hitting or yeah. anything like that. Is I like the strategy where they have to think 
what's tomorrow going to be like and you know when you're making trades and bringing people up through the minors planning ahead and all that unlike hockey basketball football soccer they don't it's not based off a clock Mm -hmm. you do a set amount of innings whether or not those innings go long or they're short where there's Mm -hmm. a lot of hits or three straight strikeouts there's no final clock that means at this point this is over Mm -hmm. you play out it's a totally different structure Mm -hmm. um the what you were saying there though uh with injuries and how depth is going to be important moving forward in baseball, football. And we're gonna, I, I'm saying that this is a big teaser for the, the, our next episode. We're going to have a big discussion about the Tua concussion protocol. CNN, not ESPN, half of Fox, but CNN decided to spearhead this concussions in the NFL. Right. And they really want to make it mandatory that if you, if you get hit and in any way stumble to get up, you have to sit out the rest of the game regardless of whether you pass a concussion protocol or not. Yeah, that that's kind of dumb. One little woke doper I sitting in the stands it. working for a team sees a player stumble walking. He can't come back in. Now, what that does is I, don't, I think this happens in soccer. Is Do, do you have goons, players on the team, whose basically only job is to potentially get themselves kicked to take out the best player for another team? Uh, soccer? Yeah, I don't believe so. Hockey, because hockey has hockey's known for this. Hockey has it, but in soccer, if you do that, you you have to play man down from that point on. Okay, and so, so and that, I don't think they're the discussion I'm going to pose for Alec tomorrow. I'm pretty sure that's still the rule. The, yeah, yeah, that's how it was. The way I interpret the rule now is is that if I'm going against Josh Allen, mm-hmm. if I'm going against Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, I'm getting roster man number fifty five to not don't hurt his knees. I need you to make his head shake. <laughs> First drive of the game, get in there and sandwich him, suffocate him, make him walk. I mean, I'm sure that's happening. And then pull it. Sure. No, it hasn't been possible because one of the things before this rule change that just happened this the last couple of weeks is a, a tough player, a, a Brett Favre, he gets hit in the head, boom, just twist the helmet back around so he can see phase four and get right back out there. Now that he stole all this stuff, do you know how CNN's reporting it? Not that Brett Favre's a crook. It's because of brain damage caused by football. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only reason he's doing it. It's just like Joe Biden. It's just his brain damage. He can't be responsible for any of the crimes he might accidentally be committing. Right. But with that, in with the Tua thing, um, I think the players should have the final say. I like the play. Exactly. Like, you can, if you, I mean, we let dudes go and fight in an octagon and just punch each other in the face. I, These dudes can decide, hey, I don't care. I'm going back out there and making me some money. I think I have, I have some clips on this one I'm going to play tomorrow. I yeah. think the majority of Americans agree with us. The I problem think- is they unionize the league. And then, I mean, they're, they're, job, they're doing their job. They're looking out for the players. The, the NFL just keeps getting – the player th- – this is where, like, I don't like being in a union because I think with the brain thing, I might choose to sit out if I'm hurt like that. But when, yeah, I, when I was always going for overtime, right, this is how I'd compare it. If I wanted overtime all the time, the people who didn't want the overtime would still receive overtime. And then, but the union never would fight for me in that situation where I should have been getting that overtime. And that's where you're seeing here. They're not fighting for the guy who's like, I want to go get my bag. I don't, I'm not too concerned about my mental health in the future. And, and, and you have every right to not get exactly. it. Exactly. And, 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 and I think you should be compensated yeah. or not compensated accordingly. Mm-hmm. I want a quarterback that isn't going to sit out the rest of the game. Like we got a big game against Buffalo, you knocked out, get back in the game. I and mean, I don't. I wouldn't want my quarterback playing with a legit concussion. Tua, I would have put brought him back in on Sunday versus Buffalo. Whether or not he played on Thursday, I don't know. You could argue that was a unique circumstance that they had to do the Sunday and then Thursday. Yeah. So there was only the three day break. But not only did he come back from the concussion against Buffalo, he let it come back that they beat him. Well, my question so it's is like too, we is need Tua in. My question is, what, did he choose the play? It looks like he said it. Or was he forced to play? It looked, well, he chose the play. Why okay. was that doctor even oh, fired? Okay, now, now okay, this is where the CNN's argument is. It doesn't matter whether you choose. Once your brain's concussed, you can't think for yourself. The team is using you. Their your your brain because of the concussion. Of course, you want to come back in. The leagues you it, can't tell you're the, foggy. It, the leagues pressuring you. No, but you're thinking to yourself. I've had I, a concussion before. I, but, I would but, know. but but you're thinking to yourself, especially if you're Tua. If you're not a definitive starter, if I sit out, I'm gonna look weak. 
if I want to maintain my starting job, I have to come back in. I have well, to say it, I'm okay even if I'm not. Well, the league could ask him when he doesn't have a brain injury, it, what they, how they want him I'm, to be handled in the situation. I'm saying that th- there is a – And t- if at any point he says he doesn't want to, even when he's concussed, then he doesn't go. But, like, if if you're concussed and when you were not concussed, you said if I get, you know, a concussion – and I want to still play. You I'm should be able to write. And, and if that means you Pick just have will. to. If, if, no, if that means you might have to sign off. If yeah. your doctor goes, listen, buddy, I'm not saying you're okay to go in. They're yeah, going to yeah, fire yeah. me. Right. He goes, listen, I'm going in. This is the AFC championship game. Sign off, I mate. just you're... had a goon kick me in the head to try to take me out. I'm fine. Put me in. Yeah. I want that player back in. Right. And as far as like having money on that Miami Buffalo game, I, Tua, are you good? This is the equivalent of a playoff game. Yeah. They were undefeated teams at the time. And that dude's just prostituting his body yes. to get a bag. And, and, and you it's you his, should be allowed to prostitute yes. your body. And that's why the reason why they make so much money is because people want to see that. If you take that out, there's a chance in the long run that people just don't pay as much. If it gets to a point where we're playing like in high school or like middle school, we need to count like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, <laughs> three. And then is just tag coming? the quarterback. They can't run. I'm we'll just do like just don't hit them. We got rid of the punt returns. Do you think they can put rid flags of kick returns. on the- They didn't get rid of them. When was the last time you saw a kick return they just for a touchdown? set touch? it up so they kick it out the back. And they would get, would get rid of running quarterbacks taking hits. We're just making it so the only way you're an idiot. Do you think they would put just, a flag on the quarterback soon? I think we could do two-hand touch. Like I said, you touch the quarterback, it's over. I think they'll get flagged before then, don't you think? I I would think we move right might, back to they rugby. They might go with a buzzer system, so it might be tag if you t- if you touch the buzzer. Th- th- think about this because this is where I'm going to leave. We're going <laughs> to approach the subject a lot more tomorrow with Alec because I, – I, I, it's the liberals that are leading this. Conservatives are split. If you turn I've on never, Fox, it's 50-50. I've, I've, I've never understood why the quarterback is treated different than the other players on the field. I mean, I know why they do it, but like, he's just still just a player did, on the field. Like see, every player on the field did, should be did, able. Did you see the Tom? I, I want to say. Let's save this. The, to Alex I don't, I don't think I saw the, the Tom Brady, Brady one, but I saw the other one Alex sent. Where the guy strip sacked him. Without even touching him. Takes the ball without touching him. It's it's in, that's incredible. <laughs> that's incredible. I don't after seeing that, like I I know you guys are saying you watch it to bet on it. But like, how does anybody sit there and go, Yeah, I'm a fan of this? No, exactly. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're just rooting <laughs> the, the game out of love, garbage, if man. you're just picking a team because you love a team. But yeah. this will trickle down though, Craig. Why I think this is important to you is this college, I mean, has already moved to all teams are equal. They're starting to pay the players. I never understood the one foot down. If your next job, if you're viewing this as like an interim job before ma- you go to the, the NFL, majority why of them, train them to get one foot? The majority of them are never going to the NFL. But st- why not just have two feet? Would you do that for high school too? Yes. I the think- games are more boring then. The talent is not quite there. A lot of those receivers don't go pro. They don't have that okay. two foot. That's a that's I not. That's another one. I need that's this stat. One-handed catches per game. I don't so have many. What, you got to realize, like some of those players, yeah, they are going oh. to the NFL. But going to the NFL and competing at that level with those set of rules and stuff, those players, like I'm, I don't watch the NFL because I think the the NFL has ruined the NFL. But the players there are at such an elite level. Do you support um, metal bats in college baseball when they're not allowed to use them in the pros? Yeah. Why? I mean, I don't understand. To get good at something that's I assume the college kids by now can hit good with a wooden bat. But I mean, I get it though because there's there's some schools that you got to play. So in the NCAA, this is also what you're not thinking about either. Is uh, I I fairly confident. I know like you're talking when you're talking about like the higher D1 schools that are just like lower D1 schools or I don't know what you would call those. They have to play by the same set of rules as the big school, and that school might not have a single player who's even capable of going to the NFL. And how does that school field a team if they have to? Like, how are they going to go march out in the field when it's like impossible for their talent to do to compete at that level? I need to see how many um, one-handed, one-footed catches there are. Game. I don't know how often it comes up. I mean, it comes up, and yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't how, know how, like how many times a call would have been? I just, I just know if I foot. see a f- one foot, I just know it's, it's, it's good in it, college. It, it's different. I'm, I'm but like with the aluminum bat thing, I mean, you got. I and I think even it goes down to Division Two, right? Does Division Two have different rules? Or does the NCA govern all that? Like, is, would Seton Hill have to then abide by the two feet in rule down here at Offit? I would, if, if I were a player, I would train myself to be able to always catch it with two feet. Right, but if you're trying to go to the NFL, you might just choose to do two feet yeah. to expose your talent. Because like, every night you're putting on no, your no, play, I'll, I'll, like you're putting your 
oh. your play on video. I, I feel like if, if you didn't do that, then you're just let's say you are let's say you're a good player that just takes advantage of the one foot thing. You're creating bad habits that once mm-hmm. you move to the next level, it's like you're used to this one foot. Plex Gil Burris, his first catch is a stealer mm-hmm. because in college football, when you fall down, you're down. Yeah, you don't have to be. Touched. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. In the NFL, you have to be touched. Plex Gil Burris makes a diving catch for his first grab, gets up, spikes the football. Mm-hmm. Dolphins take it back for a touchdown, <laughs> and it's like, eh, that's the guy that's gonna shoot himself in the ass and win. I think he got two Super Bowl rings. Flexi did. But either way, that was like one of those things that's like, this guy clearly had all the talent in the world, didn't care at all. To the point where it's like, you think that if you knew you were going to be the pros, you just train yourself to, even if I fall down, I'm going to get up and run and let the whistle blow. Just because in the NFL, when this really matters, this is going to be some weird rule that my knee hits the ground making a diving catch and the play's over. Which I don't get that either. That is either. funny. I don't get it. I just don't know what touch to keep going. Like, what? Why are we training these kids to not do the job they're trying to do? Yeah, I don't understand the down without contact thing. It's what you're saying with the action. No, because I guess back then, um, when you're talking in the 90s and early 2000s, reviewing the NFL was well underway, but trying to apply it to college, you have so many more teams, so many more stadiums. You can't have the challenges in the way that you— But they do now. They do now. They do more challenges than— That's what was so cool about baseball. That's what I was saying with the arguments. I'd like to see some stats. To me, it has appeared that there's been less arguing because instead of arguing, like in football, you don't go yell at the ref. You got a little red flag and you spike it on the ground and then let the computers decide. But as far as the yelling, you still get it because you're still going to get discretionary calls where Mm. you say it's roughing the passer and I'm saying he had to tackle him. You can't just bend or get those a lot. Whereas like since he's such a big guy, you got to put a little oomph on it. Like you can't just go up and grab him and hold on to him. You got to sack him, mm-hmm. and he break those sacks. Like that was a loophole in the rule, though. Right now we're getting to a point where that hit on both of them. The one that you saw on the neither one ended up affecting the lines. Mm-hmm. The game still ended the way that they would have, but it's a what if. I, I it'll be a fun conversation here tomorrow. I'm curious to see some of Alex counters to that. Um, we're going to discuss a lot of the primary races. A lot of news with that. We'll wait till we get a Democrat in the room. Um, Tucker Kanye, let me see if there's anything else here because you won't. Oh, yeah. White Lives Matter. That was why Candace and Kanye made the news as they showed up at a Paris fashion show worth the same Black Lives Matter, just with White Lives Matter writing. And uh, you got any comment? I don't have any comment on it. I'm always surprised when the left takes his bait. I just let him do it. Let him do it. I don't know what's big about that. The sonogram lanyard? Is that going to catch on? Kanye started off wearing a lanyard of his kid's sonogram in the womb. Hmm. And so this is just my pro-life lanyard. It's like, oh, Kanye, you have really, really... And he, he went for that. It's his belief. Hmm. And Kanye has always been this way. Candace Owens is that way. I'm not as far on that as they are, but this is their... You, I don't think. I mean, you, I'm I'm on I'm the anti-abortion, so... But that, I, I, I don't see how you could criticize his sincerity. Yeah. I don't think anyone could watch that and say he was putting on an act. If you want to say he's crazy, I mean, Kanye is always unorthodox. Um, he su- oh, yeah, he suppressed the K-Dash relationship with HRC, which I kind of wish he would have. He got into it, but he didn't give a whole lot of the details. It's just one of those things like you knew that was happening mm-hmm. just by what's going on with the Kardashians now. But trying to put yourself in Kanye's shoes is, is in his mind he wanted to support Trump publicly. He says that he kept the hat signed by Trump in his closet for a year and a half because his wife just kept telling him, just don't do it. It's one thing to go in and to not weigh it and to not support Hillary, but just don't go support the Donald. A year and a half later, Donald invites him to the White House. Next thing you know, he got his phone out. He's showing the world his password and trying to explain these iPhone planes. So, I, he's all look, He's a creator. The, the man is a genuinely creative person that this the whole concept of cancel culture and free speech screws with everything that he does. Because he can't have to worry about that. That's you don't get the good to get you get the good with the bad. Like a creativity, sometimes he says some stuff that's real stupid, and it's like that's you learn. You say it, you hear it, you think about it, and go, okay, I'm going to change it. I'm going to do this. I'm trying to think if there's anything else to yeah, the Jared Kushner. Oh, I have a Kanye, Tom Brady, Antonio Brown. Okay, Kanye and Brady. See, hang on. Giselle is single again. So Antonio Brown is with Kanye. Giselle is 
Yeah, we haven't got you. Tom Brady's wife, wife right? Wife. Yeah, and I knew yes. that. I, uh, the, so Antonio Brown, who also pulled his dick out yeah, he, and flung uh, it around. Tom Brady's pool. wide out. He walked off the stadium. He ripped off his, sta- his shirt yeah, on like um, the last game of the season and ran off picture, the stadium. Posted a picture with Tom Brady's uh, wife to promote his new rap song. And now this is Kanye's boy. Kanye and Antonio Brown hang out together a lot. Right. Kanye has been taking shots at Jared Kushner. He likes Ivanka. In Donald Trump's earliest books, he awkwardly tries to set Tom Brady up with his daughter. Oh, Tom Brady likes Ivanka. No, this is Trump uh, likes Brady. He wants Brady uh, to oh, marry oh, Ivanka. Yeah. Kanye seemed during the interview like he's he a big fan of Ivanka. At the same time, when Kanye was complimentary to Ivanka, mm-hmm. he was very highly critical of his current husband, of her current husband, Jared Kushner. Mm-hmm. So you got a really weird love triangle is going on in the DC power players. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how that works out. I didn't know if you had anything with the Antonio Brown regard. Um, I have no read on the guy. I just think he's funny. Yeah. Is he, a good, is he a good guy or a bad guy though? I think he's just doing him and he's his only concern. So is you know he really I mean? like, I don't think he's out there to hurt anybody else, it, that, so is he but trying, he's just, is he's he focused try- mainly on himself. Is he trying to hurt? That's what it's like here at the Tom Brady thing. It's like, okay, he's going through a lot. Right I now. think he might've just been using the, that opportunity to, uh, that, that's a bad person. Promote. That's his, bad. Yeah. That's, that's bad. You should right, promote I the quality know, of your so product, I not necessarily know, take advantage of someone else's turmoil. Well, I want to know if Brady cares. I would say everything we know about Brady. I mean, on one hand, no, I, like, like I'm wondering because they make it sound like Antonio Brown and Brady are friends. They no, so, and when Antonio Brown did his little PR tour after he quit, he made it very clear that they were not friends. Oh, I thought he lived with them and stuff. Yeah, I can say I, you. If you're Tom Brady, I think Tom Brady thought that they were okay, friends. So maybe there's more to Antonio and, Brown than I. Realized. I think Antonio Brown <laughs> thought that he was being used. Or I, right, yeah. I, I watched his his Nelk Boys interview. It was very odd. It was very cryptic, very not all over the map in a good way. Like I'd say, Kanye. It was yeah, I couldn't. To me. I, I couldn't really get into his episode. He seemed angry anytime they asked him an interesting question. He got angry, mm. and it's like he just wanted to talk about clothes. And it's like nobody cares. You're just known for taking off your clothes right now. Like the whole point <laughs> of this interview is you just left a potentially what would be a Super Bowl winning team in dramatic fashion, mm. five yards short of your signing bonus. Yeah, like that's the storyline here. But right, I don't know if you had any updates on that. I got nothing. Um, anything for tomorrow that you want to, um, promote for tomorrow? Yeah. And the, oh, I got the Elon Musk having to buy Twitter. We got to get in not having to, he's choosing to. Yeah. He's also got a war with Zelensky with Ukraine. I don't know. We're going to get into the elections tomorrow. I might want to talk about the Tulsi Gabbard episode if I, I get around to listening yeah, to it. Yeah, I really, I really like you to give it a list. Oh, the new prime minister of Italy. We never got to that either. We'll, bring, we'll see if Alec knows anything about that because apparently she's a fascist and a racist. Kamala, we have a really great alliance with North Korea. That was Kamala's slip up, slip up of the week. Just read straight through it. Whatever. And then the DNC invested after warning that ultra MAGA candidates were going to be a threat to democracy. They paid $53 million in ads for those candidates because they think they're weak going in the general election. So on one hand, the DNC is saying this candidate, if they win, will end the world and then funding them. I'm really hoping uh, Matt comes back up for an episode sometime soon. We got, because, a, um, we got a lot of SCOTA stuff. The conversation in our group chat, I guess a lot of listeners I had to, are not going to know about that. this. Um, yeah, I had to mute that. It was about religion, and I would love to talk about because I really – even though like I grew up in like a – a household that I wouldn't say we were religious, but we went to church every Sunday for a while, and uh, yeah. I didn't really pay attention enough. <laughs> I it's curious talk. It's it's or it's not curious. Uh, it's it's interesting talking to him about it because he knows his stuff. Yes, and I don't. So it's like I'm learning stuff I could have learned a long time ago, but I chose not to. It, uh, for me, what annoys me was still the, very skeptical about the Catholic religion. Though. I like having Matt here, but I largely agree with a lot of the stuff that he's saying. Ryan throws out these provocative texts mm. that are just meant to stir the part, meant to set everyone off. Is that what he does? But he's, he's never participated in one of these. And it's like he's the one that holds the view that it's like that needs represented if we're going to record Yeah, this. he does need to come. I don't but, feel comfortable. Uh, I, he's, he's able to come in uh, Friday after Thanksgiving, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And it's like I'm willing to help Ryan – defend his side but he feels more strongly about it than i do 
Yeah, he needs to come on and talk. Yeah. About it. So yeah, that episode it's needs like, to happen. It's with a rather Ryan provocative here. comment that he I just out of, that situation. just out of the blue. I'm not that religious or anything, but you know, by the way, blah. blah, blah. It's like what? What was? Well, do you remember the original text there? Let's read that. He's asking about. Uh, yeah, I'll give a live. Re- a, I'll give a live response to because the way he answered it's it, a I'm bap- like, it's a baptism as a baby. Why do we baptize children? I have the same question as him. Okay, let's read. It doesn't make sense to me. Here we go. We'll read the. Go we're going to expose the group chat. Hopefully, nobody said anything Just they didn't want to have read. Oh, you need to read this out loud to this the is 47 people. 47 in like three <laughs> hours. Where's Ray's going? Okay. Oh, my God. So it's coming. Oh, wow. Matt gave a two part answer. Yeah, Matt. Well, Matt read. Oh, my God. So the text come real yeah, quick because so two people start talking. Yeah, this is the trigger, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <This is what laughs> two I people mean. start talking, and then you come in, and then you, go, you back read a bunch of it. And then oh. you're like, okay, I have to address like Damn. five different things here. Everything. Yeah, I'm just, just reading the. But that is where Dylan not having the iPhone Farmers screws things up because with the Chinese... iPhone you can just you can respond to an individual question and that question can continue on from that point instead of just addressing things the way Matt had to and label <laughs> point one point two. This is, uh, this is totally out of. Okay. You're not going to go through the whole thing. No. Okay. But you can explain what the beginning okay. of it is. There you go. This is to preview an You're episode, gonna... hopefully, the Friday after Thanksgiving. Ryan wants to send in his own video, so we'll have that next time. I'm just going to read Ryan. Oh, yeah. We could get him to do that for I'm tomorrow. Be, I'm going to be Ryan. Okay. Yeah. We'll get him. I'm going to tell him. Yeah, he can send in a video for it. Yep. Here's This is at just 6.30 today, so it's just a random Tuesday. I'm a terrible Catholic, but genuine, genuine <laughs> question here. Probably more for Matt, but might spark a good discussion. Oh, no, 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 no. You're just trying to get Matt. Hold on. You're triggering This Matt. is out of the blue. Like, we weren't even no. talking in the group at this point the last, for, like, almost a day. You, the last text was, Bert, send a meme. This song slaps. I don't know what. Ian Miles Strong. Talking about Padres baseball, random stuff. Baptism in a general term is a new beginning and washing away previous sins in light of God. What sins is a bit... Yeah, see that. What sins does the baby have? What a nice, lighthearted conversation at six thirty. How do we possibly go over the original sin? I don't know what he was doing to bring this up. No, that it's no. This is only. But I do have the same questions as him. Yeah, this is. I mean, we're gonna. What sins does the baby have? Does it actually just cleanse you of sins if you follow and practice directly after that the word of God as an adult? That's why we parents. That's why my parents didn't baptize me. You gotta explain that's this. Craig, that's Craig. So that Craig, it. that's Craig chimes in. That's why my parents didn't baptize me because he didn't have any sins when he was a baby. <laughs> no, that's not. Why. I'm, and then Ryan, I'm legit not trying to start anything at all. I just sometimes don't understand that. I know this is more in depth than a simple text. You damn right you do, Ryan. That's why we can't have this in a group chat where everyone's on a different page. This con- this, this is a good topic for the show. This is something that I like. Give me some time to prepare. But good lord, this you. I'm legit not trying to start anything at all. What are you doing then, Craig? That's truly why I'm not baptized. Why aren't Catholic? We aren't Catholic, but that's how it was explained to me. We were dedicated to the Lord after we were born, but I was supposed to learn and understand why I was being baptized. And well, let's just say I still don't know, so I'm not. <laughs> and then we, okay, I'm a terrible Catholic, but why does he keep saying that? I'm a terrible Catholic. Because he's saying he doesn't know. He's, he's 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 giving himself a, a like an out because he doesn't know okay, I'm a gra- the details of this. So he's he doesn't want to like he's he's baptized. Is he? I don't know. He never even I explained am fairly that. In certain there. Ryan he never is even baptized. explained that. In Hit there. that sinful little baby Ryan. He's coming out of the room. I'm honestly shocked that they even like really went to church. I they guess, don't seem like a family that's I really guess that. Religious. I kind of. I, I'm hoping Matt's gonna weigh in here. But I always now when you're talking born again baptisms and adults. Yes, that's supposed to cleanse you of your thing. No, Matt's not born a fan, right? He's no. just been raised yeah. that way. Yeah, I, I, my understanding he of just ba- has learned it. My understanding of baptism was it was protection for babies. What? I thought like you baptize the baby to protect it against the sins that the world sins that it's going to have to face. No, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not certain at all. I, 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 I have no idea. I didn't really think of it as washing the sins. I always of understood baby. the baptism was. Like the whole point of getting baptized is to wash away your sins and like. No, it's just as far as a re- reaffirmation in, of you being born a, in Christ's image, like that. Yeah, I, but anyways. Yeah, I, I don't. This we're one of those. We, this needs to be in, as a group because this is very difficult to figure out what. I did okay. Uh, I'm a terrible Catholic. Willing, okay, uh, I'm a terrible Catholic. But is everyone eligible to be Catholic just by saying they are willing? Yeah. 
Is there prerequisites, etc.? No, it was not a test. Sometimes. I have a reason I bring this up, but would like... Please give that. I don't think you ever but gives would the like, reason. But would like a good discussion, comes. but it's hard via text. Yes, Ryan, it's very hard via text. Why do you initiate that? I did. I did. It was communion. I wasn't even allowed to participate in communion growing up. Yeah, because you're not supposed to if you're not baptized. You should probably start saying who's talking. Yeah, Craig, I'm still – okay, Matt's in now. So this is just Ryan Craig. I, this whole thing I had to turn off because my phone's just freaking out and trying to organize. Matt, oh, my, there is so much going on here, LOL. And then Ryan, okay, we got Ryan with a four-parter. Yeah, because you have to go through it, LOL. Yeah, ha, LOL. Ha, 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 Yeah, sorry, Matt. I knew this was – I'm just going to start laughing out loud every time someone LOL because I don't – yeah, because you have to go through it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Matt. I knew this was directed at you, but instead of a one-on-one, it was a good talking boy. Ryan, just an agent of chaos. I also, I'm deaf wrong, don't like confessionals. I don't either. How you anonymously said your confessions and they can be forgiven by X amount of prayers. Yeah, it's in paying. You just pay. I always didn't have luxury of it, always being anonymous. I'm guessing that means his parents sat in there with him. I thought, yeah. I mean, I, I just—it's kind of like. It's, do you ever think it's anonymous? I mean, do you think he likes that this conversation's being? I'm out? I, I, mean, I, I haven't seen any. He's being like besides going to make people like, think twice about texting the group. Besides, chat. like willfully, like it's like I don't mean to start <laughs> problems here. It's like yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what that's what we're going with. I have issues with the church. Matt knows. I hope Ryan wasn't, like, molested or anything. If you've just read that, like, if you took this all out of context. Oh, God. Was he? He never said that. I mean, I also, I also, I'm deaf wrong. Don't, like, confessional how you anonymously said your confessions and they can be forgiven by X amount of prayers. I always didn't have a luxury of it always being anonymous. In in parentheses, I have issues with the church, Matt knows. Ha ha ha! <laughs> I, I don't think I, you could you could read that like okay it's not anonymous Ryan's going in there and sitting right next to the priest and Matt knows that there's issues <laughs> laugh out loud <laughs> Matt's response see this is why we need either group me or iPhone so I can respond to individual messages yes correctly because in the context right now if Greg's just reading this out of the blue this makes no sense <laughs> hey don't blame me for iPhones lol <laughs> and now Craig yeah, who doesn't have an iPhone? Ryan, one of two new guys. I still don't have number and name saved. Okay, I think they did. Farmers don't use Chinese slave lever. Get the fuck out of there. Ryan's sending memes. Okay, then it just decides into the Pope and pedophilia. <laughs> so, so that's where... <laughs> what it means to... Um, <laughs> what was the original thing we were talking? The original question. Baptism. Baptism, yeah. What does it mean when uh, they sinful babies? I guess all I can leave us with is a great George Carlin stand-up routine was about if all babies are special, at what point do they become not special? At the what point do they become Greg and Craig? Like at what point were we special little babies and now we're just degenerates? Like what makes um as far as a baby at what point does a baby or a kid start committing sin? I don't. I, Mine was probably. I was probably pretty early on. You were committing sin as a baby. Yeah. You were lusting. You were, you were glutinous baby. I think that's a good point. My son, I'm pretty sure, is glutinous. <laughs> he does like to eat. He likes he to eat a lot. Eat. He likes to eat. He likes to sleep a lot. What's the sleep sin? Is he still a string bean? I guess you are. No, he's all like thick now. Okay. I haven't, I haven't seen him since you guys went away. Yeah. No, I stop. I, no uh, he's in daycare now, and they're feeding him differently. So oh, okay. it's kind of like um, it's made him act a lot better. He's not crying and stuff as much. I, there's some it's, baby. It's, he's a lot easier to um, be a parent <laughs> right now. Apparently, so. they're putting asbestos in some baby formula. Yeah. So I don't. I guess Courtney wouldn't care if I talk about that type of stuff. Because uh, uh, to plug her podcast. Yeah. Pump and Dump podcast oh, on I like uh, that name. Spotify. I like that name. Yeah, it's good. And they have one episode out and more to come. Yeah. It's a whole group of them with their group chat about being new moms. So they started podcasting about it. But anyways, uh, so she's not producing enough milk to keep up with how hungry he is. Why? We don't know why. Okay. It could be because of um, some clogged ducts that happen, which I don't 
like an i guess it's like an infection almost anyways uh so anyways we couldn't she's not keeping up with uh how much he wants to eat so we're (coughs) mixing formula with it with the breast milk because she's still getting a lot but he's is it, is he's it, committing a sin. Okay. Is, is, is it working? Uh, sorry, you yeah, it's back. working. Like he's you, way better at uh, sleeping. Um, like his sleep, he's sleeping through the night more. Not not completely through the night, but like he was up a lot more often before. Uh, his crying's not as bad. He's he's just a lot easier to like um, can like get him to calm down and like you know. I like be that like a good baby. He's like right now he's like a really good baby. It's yeah. pretty bad. Which I was saying to Courtney is like, how long does this last? Because when does the cause there's got to be another phase that comes, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Atlas, Alec has. I mean, he's at the age now where he I'm, he's using his words well. Yeah, and it's like I can't wait for Cash to start talking. It's such an interesting. Yeah. Um, I love that name, Pump and Dump. That's yeah, a, it's a great name. name. It's a great, great name. Great it's a great name. name. Um, and also that concept. I can't think of anything really right now that is kind of catered to young moms. Yeah, it's like they're the what they realized was I guess it's a good chance to plug theirs. Uh, so what they realized in their group chat is that they all did the same thing, right? They all went through the yeah. process of um, giving birth, but each of them have a very unique experience to giving birth, and then and that continues on to like what's going on at home. Like I know one of the girls in the group, um, is, they're having trouble with the baby's vomiting, so like as she's breastfeeding, the baby. Uh, was just vomiting it all up but they've switched to formula too and like the doctors just keep switching the formulas and he just keeps throwing up from it all so like you know in my head i'm wondering maybe there's something uh, different than what he's consuming there's something else going on but whatever i'm no I'm a doctor it, i guess but, it, it, but, but, but what <laughs> but, you said there is like i mean i'm not not that I, my opinion to her matters or anything but like you know but, but why I, that's going on but then they're able to talk about these so like even like the process after having the baby is unique to each mom, so it's kind of a cool, I mean, cool I, podcast to, um, I, I, to I go think, about. I think in the content on that, as far as every year, every parent being different, every year of the kids' lives different. Yeah. Right. So it's like we we're living in a time mm-hmm. where it's like everyone was kind of forced to raise a baby in their own way, mm-hmm. kind of sent on their own to stay at home, and it's like you communicate through Zoom. But these kids, depending on where you live, what your wealth status is, and the age of your kid. Mm-hmm parents are are living dramatically different lives mm-hmm. and it's like it got to feel isolating to not really be able to relate to how unique everyone's different circumstances and if you had a podcast that was kind of emphasizing like yeah look we're all we're all in this together mm-hmm. it's like yeah if you just if you're pregnant it's when lockdown started i mean before then traditional pregnancy was you have everyone around you you have this giant support system it's this big inclusive process now all of a sudden you're on your own you cannot have your husband in there and that's it Mm-hmm. That's so different. Raising a kid with a mask on at two or three, I couldn't imagine if you had, if your first if your firstborn was like three, four, just going to preschool. Mm-hmm. You're trying to like get them to not like pick their nose, and it's like now they're putting masks on their faces, right? Just trying to get you to be able to spell your name. But yeah, I love I love this podcast. I'm gonna I didn't know it was published. I knew that you were trying. The last I had heard was that you had you guys were gonna do it, yeah. but I didn't know that we actually had an episode in, first in the episode. box yet. When yeah. when was that Sunday? Sunday, uh, Courtney and. Uh, Marlena Ewan. That's a perfect timing too, as far as availability for the studio. Is Sunday? Yeah, Sunday is my football. Oh yeah, my busy day. Other than that, we're gonna try and get an episode. We're going to have an episode tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and get Bert, me, you, and Bert for Friday. For Friday, uh, Friday is not gonna work for me. Is there? What was the time? I thought you wanted to set Friday up as like a day moving forward. I do, okay. but this week I have family coming in, and then at four o'clock in the morning on Saturday, I'm driving to Michigan. For the football game, I forgot about the mission. So game. late night recording this Friday would be bad. This, well, I guess we don't but if we're going to record tomorrow. Yeah, and we, then we won't need one for the weekend. We'll have plenty. We will have that, and then what we got going on. Uh, but I would love to set up that Fridays are record day. That would be what, what, whatever. I'm fine with whatever time. We just have to pick that day. That's yeah, I think if we could just get the crew to decide on what day, that'd be your awesome. Other than that, uh, uh, I guess this episode. I feel like this is a little more controlled. A little more this organized than it normally is. Yep. All right. Have a good uh, – Chaos we'll... coming tomorrow. Yeah. Chaos coming. <laughs> Chaos coming tomorrow.